This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. That's it. Take some time, folks. Find AMI audio right from your TV. Go on, go ahead. You can you can just simply move on over there. That's it. Turn the TV on. Rogers Ignite, channel 146. And Rogers, Ontario, you guys can find us on channel 196. Visit ami.ca slash audio for a list of channel locations in your area. Brock Richardson joining me on the program today. I'm Kelly McDonald. Well, Kelly, it's time to get in the know with Margaret Weldon. Margaret, how are you? That you didn't win the jersey today. <laughs> I am right. I'm trying really hard to convince Kelly to give me the jersey. He's trying hard not to seems... short himself out over there on the table with the puddle of tears he's made. Yeah. I, I, I empathize with you, Brock, but I understand where Kelly's coming from too. I'm, I'm not sure I would give the jersey over either. <laughs> do you know? Do you know that he like literally was like, "Ha! I got the jersey, and it's not yours." Like, yeah. He just he put. Well, Catherine thought it was just utterly hilarious, but you know. Oh, I, 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 I've known Kelly for years, Brock. I, I know it. I, I could actually hear him saying that just, just, just <laughs> in my mind. You could hear that laugh, <laughs> couldn't you, Margaret? The ha. Yes, Th- I. That's could, exactly yes. it. Uh, the sports yes, I can, guy. But then I can also hear other people saying, "Leave Kelly alone. He wore, he won it fair and square, so never mind." Uh, you could also hear them saying, "Don't pick on poor Brock. He's yeah. got to yes, work with you exactly. for two hours. Please, you're already putting him through enough." <laughs> Besides that, he's filling in for you the rest of the, like like for tomorrow when you're off, um, in, you know, having your holiday and all that. Uh, but that's ride, riding story. a train, right? <laughs> that's yeah. right. What yeah. a holiday! Yeah. Riding yeah. a train. <laughs> well, hey, that, that'd be a holiday for me. So uh, that's me. <laughs> I do like the train. I must admit, Margaret, you yeah. have a, a very interesting topic, and it's we're talking about the uh, forgiveness project, and I think a good place to start is telling us what the Forgiveness Project is. Okay, so um, actually, I and I came across this um, by attending a workshop last year, and I, I thought the um, um, premise was so interesting that I decided to do a little del- deeper delve. And what the Forgiveness Project is, is this. It was, in, it was created in 2004 by a journalist named Marina Kantakuktis, and her thing was is that she wanted to know how people who created traumas, and the traumas could be anything from um, abuse to, you know, of, of, of family members or, or whatever, to um, taking part in gangs, to being, you know, being, uh, taking part in wars and things. And those who had traumas against them, so in other words, those who were abused or victimized, dealt with their feelings and, you know, if they ever learned to forgive, how did they do that? This, this was sort of fascinating for her. And what she found is that there was very few therapeutic or very few um, helpful resources out there that looked at forgiveness or looked at, at trying to get people to accept what they did or what was done to them and, and build up the resilience. So what she did was she put this project together where she encouraged people to um, come together and take part in, in online conversations, possibly write stories through a story writing course, and look at other types of educational resources. 
And there now today, we have what is known as the Forgiveness Project, and that's basically what it is. It's, it's stories and various um, articles and things that look at what people went through, how they are dealing with it, and basically getting on with their lives and building up resiliency. I think a lot of time we think of retribution, we think of punishment for whoever committed, and we think of how can you live with what you've experienced if you're the person who has been immediately and most directly affected and and the people in your world who, of course, are affected by it. But there's a lot of time, a lot of people will say, I would like to move along, get along with my life. This person did something to me, but I really need to move on. Or I would like to be able to move on, live my life and not repeat my, my, my mistakes. And that is important if, that they have to be able to have means, conversations, whatever it takes. But how can writing stories, Margaret, help people who have caused the trauma or suffered from the trauma? Well, writing stories actually um, is, is very healthy. First of all, it, it makes you sit back and confront either A, what you've done, or B, what you've been through, right? Let's look at what we've done. If, if, if somebody's done something wrong, like has anybody ever done something really, really wrong, or, or maybe, and it doesn't necessarily have to be victimized, but maybe you've done something to somebody that you always feel bad about, and you just want to hide away from it, right? You know it was wrong. And you just want to say, oh, my goodness, I, I never want to think about that again. Or like you said, Kelly, you know, if somebody had something done wrong to them, and okay, I'd just like to get on with my life. But sometimes you can't do that. So what the stories do is they make you, you face basically what you did or what you went through head on, and then put your thoughts in order, right? Because that's what you have to do when you write any type of story or any type of, is putting your thoughts in order. And when you do that, it, it also allows you to um, express frustration and ask questions and possibly come up with answers and, you know, just, just basically feel okay about saying what you're saying, right? And then in the end, you, 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 you're going to decide, okay, well, do I want to share this or don't I want to share this? Um, you know, how is this going to help me? How can I help other people? Because basically that's also what the stories for this pro- particular project do. So basically, they, it, it, conf- it helps you confront what you've done and helps you kind of put it into a perspective, if you will. Always, too, I find that writing stuff down, whether it's uh, forgiveness or for anything, to be perfectly honest, you you kind of give yourself closure on one sort of end of it or another. You may not be able to talk to the other person for whatever the reason is, but writing it out gives you that, okay, this is what happened. And you can almost do that sort of physical release without it necessarily being directly to that other person. Of course, if the other person's around and and you can offer that, then great. But if it's not, or if it's not available to you, writing it down sort of gives you that additional outlet to say, okay, I I feel like I've done something productive with my thoughts, which is really, uh, really important. Margaret? That's right. Sorry, were you going to say? Yeah. I was going to say, no, that's exactly what it is. And, that, and that's exactly what the stories do. They, they help you put the closure on things. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about what the forgiveness, what is the forgiveness process? Okay. When you forgive somebody, um, forgiving doesn't just, you know, and, and we're, we're not talking things like, um, um, you know, winning the shirt like we were talking earlier or, or maybe, you know, taking somebody's cookie or something. But when you have a major issue that's gone on, like forgiving, it just doesn't happen overnight, 
it takes time. It, it takes time for the person to heal. It takes time for a person to understand why or he, why he or she may have done what they've done, or why something was done to a specific person. And before anything happens, they've got to learn to forgive themselves, right? But there are stages that you go through. Some days you can be okay with maybe what the person's done. And then other days you can be really angry at, at maybe what was done to you or what you've done. Right. So it's a process that you go through. And it's a healing process to say, you know what, I'm okay. I, I'm going to be okay. It's going to take me some time, but I'm going to be okay. And I'm going to be able to put some closure on this. So, you know, even though you've maybe written down your stories, you still may have times where you're, you're going to be angry at, at something or other, you know, a, a part of an incident that's happened. And that's okay. And there's no right or wrong way to go through it. It's just like death, you know, when, when you accept a person's death, you go through stages. It's just, it's the same thing with forgiveness. Forgiveness, you, you, you go through stages of acceptance. And, and, and there's just no one way um, for any person to do it. It's not a, it's not a one solution fits all type deal. You get eaten up too, especially whether you've done, you know, something wrong to somebody or been the person affected uh, and had something done wrong to you. It's funny because we get to a point where I just want to move on, not necessarily forgive. Maybe that's part of your process and the good idea of being able to do that. But you want to move on, which that does include that part of it so that for your benefit, Margaret, and, and that is so important, um, Megs, what is the F word exposition? And yes, I know this is a family show. So mm-hmm. the F word exhibition, in this case, the F word is forgiveness. Now, apparently this project has um, become successful in Canada, Ireland, England, the United States, Italy, Germany, and various other countries. And so what has now happened is each, um, each I guess, um, project representative now collects a very like different stories or pictures or types of artifacts from different people every year who partake in this um, project and they put them together into an exhibition and and so i mean you, you know you might go and you might look at a picture of a war and what was done to somebody in a war you might look at how somebody else was victimized from another country and then you might look at okay so what was done to this person or how did that person forgive themselves or what the process was so it's basically a, a pile of artifacts from all these different countries put together in one exhibition and this exhibition gets um, toured from country to country every year, sometimes two or three times a year. And to find out more about the exhibition and about kind of the different materials that are involved or to find out about when, you know, the exhibition dates come up in your particular area, you can uh, visit the Forgiveness Project uh, website, which we'll give you at the end, and then it will tell you um, how to contact a particular uh, representative. But for me, I thought that was a good idea. Because I think, as I as I said earlier, you know, we we all look at uh, forgiveness differently, and I think maybe it's the same way with cultures too. Maybe cultures express their forgiveness differently as well. So it's a learning process as well as a healing process. So I thought that was pretty fascinating. Everybody has their own way of looking at forgiveness, and sometimes if you can put your finger on it and say, "Well, this here," if I can look at this and this triggers good, bad, or indifferent, that can be the part of someone's healing process in which that makes it easier for them. 
Sometimes words on a paper can do it, but sometimes looking at something physically as in an exhibit can help you in different ways and, 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 and help you with healing because everyone looks at it differently. We all, some of, some of us are visual, some of us are tactile, some of us are auditory learners. There's all kinds of different ways that everyone deals with things, and I think this is a great, great thing. And I, and I think the other thing to your point earlier in this conversation is that everyone deals with forgiveness in their own time. I think it's easy for people to say, well, that happened X number of years ago, and so therefore, just let it go, just let it be. Well, every one person, I, Kelly, we all may deal with trauma in one way or another, and as you point out, there's no right or wrong, and so we all have to respect everyone's ways of doing things and say, well, that's how they deal with it, and not begrudgingly, well, that's how Kelly deals with it, and I think... This is the wrong way. It's Everyone deals with it in their own way, Margaret. That's right. It's exactly true. And you know what, guys? It's okay to feel angry. But, you know, or, or it's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel sad. But it's what you do with those feelings. Yeah. Right? It's, it's how you handle those things. And you know what? Some people may be able to get on with their lives without forgiving whatever is done with them. And... That's okay too. Like that's that's you know that 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 has to be that that person's decision for one reason or another, right? So you're right, Brock. It it, it just it, it's it's very 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 individualized, and that's the message that we're we're getting out there today. It's okay to to have your feelings, but it's what you do with them that really counts, or how you handle them, or how you can get on with things. You mentioned it earlier. Can we put out the uh, website and where we can go to learn yes. more? Yes. Yes, people. If people want to learn more, they can go to forgivenessproject.com. Okay, it's all one word: f o r g i v e n e s s p r o j e c t dot com. Well, Margaret, uh, what a fantastic uh, topic you brought to us. It certainly uh, opened my eyes and ears, and and we really appreciate it. And uh, best of the season to you, as uh, this is the last time we'll have you on on. Kelly and company, and may you have the best holiday season. I'll be with you tomorrow, but have a good afternoon, guys. Have a good show. Yes, that's correct. You'll be with us on the roundtable. That is correct. Uh, That is Margaret Weldon, who joins us for In the Know. In just a moment, folks, another one from uh, our company is going to be here, Jim Crisco. But he's here in Toronto. An Alberta ice rink gets certified gold from the Rick Hansen Foundation. He'll be telling us all about it after this. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.